Team Awesome is back. That's right. Team Awesome is back with another episode of Tangled Talk with Team Awesome. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us throughout the holiday hiatus where we weren't doing any new episodes for a short time. Speaking of hiatuses, the season two hiatus continues. Um, so no new episodes in January. Uh, <laughs> life, life goes on. Happy New Year, everyone. Um and all holidays in general, because, you know, there's a lot of holidays between the last time we talked and now. <laughs> there really were. <laughs> so, today is going to be a long episode, because today is going to be Queen for a Day. We are dedicating the entire episode to Queen for a Day, minus the stuff we say at the very end. But this is the only episode that we're covering this episode. So... Let's start this off by reminding everybody that they advertised this episode as a rollicking, fun, winter frolic, and then it proceeded to break all of our hearts. <laughs> like, there was no hint at all. If I remember correctly from no, all didn't. the advertising, there was nothing. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was just all of, oh, look at all this happy snow fun time. It's a snow day. Yay! Isn't this fun? Rapunzel's in charge, and everything's going to be great. I'm like... And then everything wasn't great at all. There was, like, nothing great in this episode except for how great this episode is. Was there um, a book for this episode? Because yes, I yes. got off Tumblr. I think it was, like, two weeks I was off because I didn't want it spoiled. You did. You did. You did. Yeah. Yes. There was a book, book for this episode. Um, and literally the only reason I read the book was because I run my blog and I'm like, people are going to be saying stuff. They're going to read the book and they're going to ask me questions and I'm going to get spoilers if I don't mm -hmm. read the book. And I felt bad because I was talking to Kate Ritter about it and she's like, oh man, we hate it when you guys read the books for so much. I know, but I'm sorry because people are going to do it and I got to know so that I can answer the questions and so that I'm not getting spoiled on stuff. Well, Fortunately, at least there's no more books anymore and we don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Not a bad, that's not a good thing yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah but it's like I felt bad for reading the book I really did but mm -hmm. I also was like and then it turned out that like people weren't really they respected my request to like avoid spoilers mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people read it in advance and so I'm like dang I could have gone away without reading this because this one only came out like a week before the yeah, episode or something like long. so it wasn't a very long stint between episode or between book and episode. So that was a little bit disappointing in that regard. But yeah, but they were advertising it as, you know, this just absolute winter fun, fun frolic. You can still go and like find the trailer on YouTube because Disney left it up there. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's ridiculous. We were all excited because we were seeing Varian again. This is okay. We're releasing the songs for this one too. Mm -hmm. So we had. I've got this, which was like, oh, she's in over her head as a queen. That's kind of cute. How is she going to solve that? Mm -hmm. And, like, we learned that we were finally getting Let Me Make You Proud. And we're like, oh, my God, we still got Let Me Make You Proud at D23 Expo. Now we actually get to see what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yay. And, and, <laughs> and now we're like, ow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at D23 Expo, they, like, didn't show us all of the animation because there were spoilers. Mm -hmm. I mean, Straight up, that was what they said. They were not going to show you everything because spoilers, but they did put together the clip show. Yep. And so we got to see a little bit of the of the animation. So we saw, you know, Varian like running through the snow and leaping and all that kind of stuff. But we didn't know what the situation was behind it at all. And, you know, now we're going to finally find out what's going I on. I think I remember thinking, oh, great, Varian. What did you do to cause this storm? <laughs> <laughs> You know wrong. what? Now that you mention it, I might have, might have had. I'm like, is the storm variant? Is this a normal winter storm? What's going on with this storm? It's such a big deal. But yeah, so this one starts out relatively lighthearted. You know, you've got Rapunzel and she's tailing her dad and mom because they're going on like vacation because it's their anniversary, which I think is adorable. <laughs> like, they're just going to go away for the weekend because it's their anniversary. And to this day, I maintain that the cabin that Rapunzel and Eugene are in, in Snowball, the shorts, mm -hmm. is the cabin that Frederick and Ariana were going to for the weekend. Yep. That's like my headcanon, and nobody can take that away from me. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. They were getting all dressed up like it was going to be cold, and they were going up into the mountains. That's just, it makes perfect sense. Yep. So now we know that Rapunzel and Eugene go off to that cabin sometimes. 
<laughs> Pre-wedding, no less. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got all that cute stuff. And so Rapunzel's like, okay, so I'm going to be queen. And because she's doing that, Eugene's like, well, if she's going to be queen, then I'm going to be king. Ha, cha, 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 cha. And then, like, freaking his first scene in this episode is when he was drawing that crown on the mirror. And I was just like... <laughs> Buddha's dumb face while he's drawing that crown on the mirror and he's just so proud of himself and (laughs) then Lance pops in and starts teasing him and I'd like to remind people that this is canonically Lance's second appearance not his whatever it was Mm -hmm. in the order that they aired them this is when Lance was supposed to show up for the second time this is why Frederick has no idea who he is and calls him whoever you are to his face (laughs) like and so it's like I maintain that you can actually like follow some of the progress of just character relations in general by looking at Lance's relationship with characters because mm-hmm. he comes in late and then he has to like kind of grow on people at a different rate than everybody else. But um, but also like rewatching this episode and being reminded that this is Lance's second appearance also reminds me that I need to gift like every scene that Lance is in in this episode because, like, every face he makes is hysterical. He's so good in this one. He's hilarious. Everything he does is so funny. Like, okay, honestly, when he, like, pats Eugene on the shoulder and gets paint on his hand, so then he wipes it on Eugene's back, and Eugene doesn't even flinch. Like, (laughs) either he doesn't realize that that's what Lance is doing, or he's like, this is so typical Lance, I can't even bother to get mad. He's so used to it. He's like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) whatever he's wiping something on me whatever i've already got paint on me who cares if it's there too you know (laughs) so i remember when i was watching this the first time or even reading it and kieran shows up at the court and he gives off the whole lie about oh our crops have been so good we need more room and frederick's all granted and i'm like they both know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Kieran absolutely knew. Kieran, I mean, ev- the way that Kieran phrased that, it was 100% like a code phrase. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's nothing about that that made me go, oh, Frederick was fooled, mm-hmm. you know? Varian's like, oh my God, he lied right to the king's face. And Kieran's like, it's fine. And I'm like, no, don't worry, Varian. Frederick knew what he was asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frederick knew what he was telling him. So it's like, it was like a lie to everybody but Frederick, you know? And so that's when I started being like, how deep are you in, Fred? You know, what the heck is going on mm-hmm. that like keeping secrets from literally your whole kingdom except for Kieran and why does Kieran know what's going on and you know what's going on and no one else does Mm -hmm. so like yeah that was when I started being like really really you know (laughs) there's something going on Mm -hmm. here something's not in the state of corona Mm -hmm. and we still like barely know anything else like we know a little bit we don't know a lot (laughs) The thing is that we have a lot more surface information mm-hmm. with no depth to exactly. it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> What's that line Kieran's supposed to so, bear? And he goes, you're not ready. I was like, I am. I'm ready to know, please. <laughs> I'm ready. Tell me now. <laughs> so when Rapunzel goes out of the the hall and, and meets Varian and he's telling her about the situation with the rocks, this is our first hint that this episode is actually, like, way darker than advertised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, like, could, could you remember the first time she's like, well, how bad is it? And we see all those flashes of the rocks and it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, major is going on here and like holy crap this is like freaky you know mm-hmm. so we knew that something deeper was going going on in general but like they kept playing at it instead of just telling us mm-hmm. and so then they're like back to being lighthearted and happy <laughs> um so then it's like it just it shows very you know go back to his lab oh and this is where we like learn Rudiger's name is in this episode um, he's so cute when he's, he's sitting so on the rocks and he's all scrunched up. Oh, he's so cute. And he runs feet and he's just such a cute good boy. And I love Rudiger. And like, boy. Rudiger has done no wrong ever. Nope. You no, know? like, 
like ever. He's just such a good boy, and he's a constant good boy, and I love him. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you, Kelsey. Um, that that this episode, like the whole episode, makes you feel for Rapunzel because first oh, of all, man. she's totally in over her head about just being the queen. She's like, literally, she sings a song about "I've got this," and then it just shows her handling it more and more poorly because she doesn't know what she's doing yet, and that mm-hmm. just goes to show that she's not been trained properly, that they're treating her like she's an eight-year-old, 18-year-old princess who has been a princess her entire life, and that's just not the case. And like... And like I said in my notes, (laughs) she did her best. (laughs) I think she did a great job. It's not fair that the people she was helping were morons. (laughs) Honestly, I I don't remember how long ago it was, but at some point, not too long after the episode aired... Somebody asked me how I would have solved the problems. And I'm like, you know what? Rapunzel did not give bad answers. Mm -hmm. She didn't. Like, honestly, and the sheep one especially, like, the fact that you idiots did not tag your sheep in any way, shape, or form, that's on you. Like, you could even, like, throw some washable paint at their wool that would come off eventually. Yep. And by the time you shear them and wash them, it's gone. So it doesn't even matter. And there, then, so it's like, or pre-dye the freaking wool. I don't care. Just like, <laughs> the one dude had a scarf on his sheep and he can't tell his sheep apart. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? And the people being like, oh my gosh, there's too many cats and they're eating everything. And she's like, okay, well then feed all the cats. You're like, well, now that you fed the cats, there's too many rats. It's like, well, what do you people think cats' jobs are in a city? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, geez, she actually gave very good answers given the information she was given. And, and like, and now you're mad at her that, that it didn't go exactly as planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Leave like, her alone. Not- she's doing her best. <laughs> Leave her alone. She's doing her best indeed. But like, <laughs> Okay, so this was, like, the first time Cast actually sang. Like, it was so exciting. Do you remember how exciting it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I was so excited. I was like, yes, Eden! <laughs> so, my sister, not long after this episode, I think she actually technically said this about, about Ready As I'll Ever Be, but she started bringing it up around now, was that she was like, finally, they're not wasting Eden's talent anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, I totally agree, because it's like, Finally, they're not wasting Eden's talent anymore. It's like, we knew she could sing, and she hadn't done it yet, and there had been so many songs, and we're like, where's Cass's lines? Mm-hmm. So, yes, absolutely. And that was, oh, and also, I had this funny little side story. I've got this one friend who, when it came out, she kept saying, but folks are still complaining, so let's not throw spaghetti. And she kept saying that, and ever since then, that's what I always expect Cassandra to say every <laughs> single time. <laughs> like, so let's throw spaghetti every single time. <laughs> I'm gonna hear I that. Know, I know this isn't right, but now I have to make everybody hear this line every time. <laughs> oh and God. and you know, and you made a side note, Kelsey, about this one having amazing music. Uh, it was actually one of the things that was nominated for an Annie for, mm-hmm. I think, was music in this episode. And speaking of Annie nominations, I don't have it in the notes, but um, we're up for, for not been nominated for three Annies again this year. And music uh, is, it's, music yeah. is uh, music is for Secret <laughs> of the Sun Drop. Um, and then it's character design for the birds from Amanda, Bird. yeah. mm-hmm. Amanda Dolly yeah. for Birds from Freebird, specifically Rapunzel, Cassandra, and Father. Um, They're bird designs. And then it's... I can't remember what the last one is. It's animation. It's actually an animation award. So somebody at Mercury, whose name I don't specifically know, I mean, I've got it written down, but like I, I don't recognize her work because it's an animator at Mercury. And so I'm like oh my freaking god, it's actually up for an animation award. Mm-hmm. And you know, it deserves it because, like, dang, the animation is getting so dang good. And, like, mm-hmm. every episode it gets better, and that is so exciting. Okay, so then we go into Rapunzel moping on her balcony, which, <laughs> I mean, it's cute enough having her be that upset and frustrated. Like, I think one of my favorite aspects about this particular moment is that she's so frustrated that she can't even really form a coherent phrase. She just keeps making little annoyed sounds Mm -hmm. because she has no words for how she's feeling, you know? Just, ah! 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 She's like, I feel you, girl, I feel you. So it was just, yeah, she's she's so relatable when, when she's doing that. But then, like, 
then when Eugene does the whole when life hands you lemons and she doesn't know how to complete the phrase, that kind of goes hand in hand with the whole them expecting her to be a princess thing Mm -hmm. and how she was not raised in society, so she doesn't know what she's doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I love that they keep bringing that up as a theme that you're like, you know, she still is new to the world and still inexperienced with society and stuff, which just makes me so happy that she's out traveling and gets to see Mm -hmm. the world and do stuff. And it makes me happy. So then it starts snowing and like, what the heck is wrong with Eugene that he was so busy complaining about the snow that he did not notice how freaking adorable Rapunzel was being. Well, she was experiencing her first outdoor snowfall. Like Eugene, look at her. Just look (laughs) at her. He's a fool. He's such He's a drama a queen. Damn fool. <laughs> He'd rather compare Snow to Cassandra than look at how cute Rapunzel's being. Mm-hmm. You know? Dummy. Dang boy. I mean, all the other great stuff he does, that one moment, I'm like, you're a fool. I agree with you. Fool is the perfect word. Yep. <laughs> fool. It's so cute. Um, and so then. One of the things that one of the things that I love how it just it's like this recurring theme in this episode that like Ariana is ten tons of stop trying to ruin our weekend in every way, Fred. <laughs> because like he keeps being a, like, we don't have to go on vacation. We don't have to go on vacation. We could turn around and go back. And she's just like, dude, we're like, it's two freaking days. Let us have a weekend away. And then they fall off a cliff. So hey, you know. He's like, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so they fall off the cliff, and then it's like, this is the first indication we got, not that the episode is going to be dark, because, you know, Rapunzel's conversation with Varian went for that, but this mm-hmm. is the first time, like, oh my god, people are going to be in literal danger in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually going to put people in danger in this episode, and we're like, okay, but it's all people who, like, we know live, so yeah, that'll yeah. be fine, you know? At first, we're like, oh, the king and queen might get hurt. And then at the end, we're like, ah, everybody's going to get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get to find out, and it has taken them half a season to tell us this. But then they finally tell us that Kieran was the person with that comet mark on the back back of his hand. At the end, at the tag scene, at the end of Tangled Before Ever After. And that was... An interesting reveal because I remember the first time I watched Tangled Before Ever After, like, my screen was kind of dark. I didn't notice the comet symbol. Like, mm-hmm. and then somebody pointed it out to me and then, I like, my brain exploded because I'm like, oh my gosh, this comet thing. And I knew I wasn't the only one who hadn't seen it because a lot of people were like, what? What's up with this comet symbol when Kieran mm-hmm. was, like, taking his stuff off? And so... But yeah, so I mean, we finally learned this and it was like so important. And the fact that he has this trunk with the comet and this helmet with the comet and we're like, okay, so there's this whole comet theme and there's something going on with this whole comet thing. Mm -hmm. And we still don't technically know what that is, uh, just that it's like connected to the Dark Kingdom and that it's the Brotherhood because that's what Ben called it. And so, I mean, yeah, so we've still got like that mystery and i just yeah that just goes to show more surface information without any depth (laughs) oh you wanted answers (laughs) 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 so then it pans up to this freaking adorable family portrait with freaking baby varian and we like lost our freaking minds because freaking baby varian and how cute was that do you remember how that got leaked before the episode came out (gasps) oh yeah Uh, yeah, one of the background artists a couple weeks before it came out, she posted them because she didn't realize the episode hadn't aired yet. And um, I remember I was asked very quickly to please take those down mm-hmm. so she wouldn't get in trouble. And I did. But like, we were all like, wait a minute. <laughs> I also noticed that after that, she stopped posting her backgrounds because yeah. she didn't want that to slip up and happen again. Hey, I don't blame so, her. I don't blame her either. Like, I'm like, dang, our loss. But like, mm-hmm. I don't blame her the slightest mm-hmm. for saying yeah no so then we also have this mystery about Varian's mom and I'm pretty sure we're going to find out at least a little more about her eventually because Chris did say that he knows her name and like considering they don't seem to have like named the herald with the trumpet who does all of the announcing for the kingdom they would give her a name if she had a name Mm -hmm. you know like she's it seems to be a player character if she's got a name Mm -hmm. um and honestly, at this point, I've got no idea how much varying backstory we're going to get, but I do suspect that that's at least going to come into play. Maybe she was in the Dark Kingdom, you mm-hmm. know? Maybe she and Kieran got married back then. 
Um, but yeah, so we so another mystery. Thanks, Disney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and overall, the moral of this episode seems to be parents need to talk to their children because we've got a whole bunch of parents not communicating with their children properly. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> a whole bunch of parents saying, I'll tell you when you're older, you know, mm-hmm. you're not ready for this information yet. So like, especially yeah. Rapunzel, like if you're going to sit here and expect her to do a job and put all this pressure on her, Let her she can, <laughs> she's got to know. Straight, like, up, <laughs> straight up not telling her that there's this horrible danger to the kingdom and being like, no, no, if we pretend it doesn't exist, then you you won't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Stop out of sight, out of mind, obviously. Fred, buddy. Fred. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so then Kieran goes and gets caught in the amber, which, I mean, and now we're like, okay, now they're like actively like trying to possibly kill people. And this yeah. guy, this guy, <laughs> he's new to the series, so we don't know if he's going to live or die. <laughs> oh. We still don't know if he's going to live or die, you know? Because. Yep. The note in his hand is important. We know that much. Yeah. And why would there be a note in his hand if he just gets out of the amber and everything's hunky dory? You mm-hmm. know. So that's what I'm know saying. Yeah. So I mean, and after this moment, the whole episode just starts kind of going downhill. You know, <laughs> it's like a snowball effect. My it, the pun was intended because it's a snow episode. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, um, so then we cut to, you know, the end of snow day and it's getting dark and everybody's still playing in the snow. And then, and then Xavier is all like, I know I'm going to tell you all like a really like kind of creepy story. How's that sound? <laughs> and so then we learned that like Corona has a canonical demon that, I mean, here's the funny thing about Jean Thierry is that he is described in the story as being a sorcerer and a warlock. And yet he's got this humongously demonic form. Mm-hmm. And like, so like, is that like his power that makes him look that way? Is that an exaggeration according to like, you know, all that other stuff? But then later on in in Pandra's block, like he's got followers who are like spirits. So like this dude, there is something up with this dude, mm-hmm. you know? Honestly, at this moment in time, I honestly did not put a lot of thought into Jean Thierry, Mm-mm. but I did put a ton of thought into, you know, using magic and science together. He built this machine and I'm like, and that's it. Rapunzel and Varian are going to have to work together. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, when I first saw this episode and he first said that, my first thought was, whatever today's problem is, Rapunzel and Varian are going to have to work together to fix it. <laughs> no. I mean, and that might still be true about the amber, mm-hmm. but but we've got much bigger fish to fry at this point. <laughs> this is like, I still, I absolutely maintain that they're still going to have to work together to fix the problem. But I think, I think now that they're going to have to battle Gentiri, yes. <laughs> and this is going to be a, a huge, huge deal. And see, and the funny thing is that I honestly, I try very hard not to speculate because I don't have enough information. And I know I don't have enough information, but like, I can't shut my brain off when it comes to this series. They're just like, especially when we have these long hiatuses, I'm just like, okay, so now I'm going to occupy my brain with thinking about this minute detail, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> got nothing else to do. <laughs> and then it just goes from there, and and it just happens that way. And so I keep speculating, even though I don't particularly want to speculate. Okay, so um, so now we cut to, you know, Rapunzel and, and her, the first of her very difficult decisions. <laughs> you know what? The hardest one of all. <laughs> what are we gonna do with these sheep? And what are we gonna do about like this guy's fiddling is nothing compared to the decisions she has to make coming up right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not ready for this, man. <laughs> I was ready for this, oh. and I'm going to thank Kate for boarding every scene where someone cries in this episode. <laughs> like, every single one. There was maybe one that she wasn't responsible for. But, like, starting now, she's definitely boarding all of the tear epi- moments. 
And like, I was not ready for her to literally tell Eugene he had her permission to go off to his potential death. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and we all knew that's what was going on. That like, Nigel is on her case and on her case. And she's like, look, we have to go make sure my parents are. He's like, actually, Nigel starts up with, you know, we might have to accept that your parents are dead. And she's like, no, we she's have like, to find them and make sure they're not dead. And he's like, no, we can't go make sure they're not dead because someone will die doing it. And Eugene's like, I'll go. <laughs> and she's and like, she's oh, like, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. She's like, fine. <laughs> what? You can't tell him fine. But like, you have the moment where he's like parrots Cassandra's phrase back at her, where he's like, even a fake king has to do something. And like, he looks at Cass, and Cass's expression is like, oh my god, I prompted him to go off and die. Cass is like, oh crap, I just killed him. (laughs) Oh, I didn't mean to kill him, I just wanted him to go away. (laughs) But then... But then he goes and he says, and he says that, and he says that we know these mountains better than anybody. And then, like, Lance and the pub thugs are all like, yeah, because you know what? The king and queen gave us a second chance, so the best thing we can do is give them a second chance at life. And it's like, you guys are so freaking noble. What the heck? (laughs) Your argument is so sound. This is not fair. It's just like... I can't help but agree. <laughs> it stabbed me over and over again. It gets me every what? time. Every time I watch it. Oh, just right in the feels. Gosh, every time. And then she, like, tells him to go and he immediately hugs her and uh... kisses her forehead and he promises to come back. And then, like, as he's pulling away, she doesn't let go of him. And then he has to, like, get out of her reach. And then Max comes and, like, nuzzles her to make her feel better while he goes and leads them off to their doom. Because he's the only one who knows where they are. And it's terrible. (laughs) How dare they? (laughs) I'm laughing and sobbing at the same time. This isn't fair. Like, I didn't (laughs) sign up for this. This is great. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) exactly that like this was like the perfect level of drama like it was just like it was heartbreaking and horrifying and like I loved that everybody was suffering and I loved knowing that everything was going to be okay it was just like the worst and the best at the same time Mm -hmm. I'm just like god that sucked I really hope it keeps happening in this show (laughs) okay so then we cut back to Kieran, who's almost completely encased in Amber at this point. So we know that this is not going to be a quick fix, you know. <laughs> so it's not going to just be like, okay, everything's hunky-dory at the end of this episode. <laughs> of course, at this point, we're already, like, sobbing from the previous scene. So at this point, we're just wound up so tense, and it's just going to get worse from here on out. So he grabs his piece of paper and this quill, and he writes, Dear Son, thereby giving us yet another mystery. <laughs> So like, like this is the episode of giving us mysteries. Like, I don't think any other episode has presented us with nearly as many mysteries as this one has. So, yeah. So he's writing his letter and then we cut to Varian, who is finally singing his show-stopping solo, Let Me Make You Proud. And it is a banger and I still love that song. Uh-huh. And it was like... Until Ready As I'll Ever Be, this was, like, the best song. Like, it might not have been my favorite song, but I can acknowledge that this was the best song until that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I loved a lot of the things that they did during that scene. Like, the whole... When Varian is starting out, he's, like, stumbling a lot and tripping over himself. And then at the end, he's, like, literally leaping through the air. Mm-hmm. Or when he's going through that ice cavern and he, like the rock formations line up to form Kieran's profile. And this is like where he invents his glow stick walking stick, um, which is now like his like villainous prop and also like the best cosplay prop ever. And <laughs> like, so like, yeah, this was a really, really great scene that concluded with Varian taking off his hood and goggles in the middle of a blizzard. And what is wrong with this boy? 
<laughs> like, ever since the first time I saw this episode, I was like, don't do that, hun. Don't do that. No, your eyeballs are frozen. Good job. So, <laughs> And I can't remember, but isn't the scene with his, uh, with Kieran writing the note before this song, right? Yes, it is. It's yeah, because yeah, it fades so, into it, I think. So as, as, as Varian is singing this song about making his dad proud, his dad is currently getting... You know, like completely in case. Completely, one hundred percent in case. And might be dead now, so it doesn't really matter. You can't make a corpse proud, Marion. They're a corpse. And also, well, I don't know. He's an alchemist. He can try. You know what? He can, but he might lose an arm, a leg, and a brother. So you know, maybe don't. Let's let's not try that, Marion. Not. Um, you don't even have. Well, a I mean, honestly. <laughs> honestly it's like i i i mean in retrospect you'll go back and you rewatch the episode and you realize that by the time he's gotten to rapunzel because when he's standing at the top of the hill at the end of let me make you proud the kingdom is still a long way off <laughs> so by the time he gets to rapunzel kieran is already completely encased in amber already completely whatever his fate currently is be it stasis or death he's already there and I, there's nothing she can do about it and i know like at, oh at first i was like oh maybe it's just gonna like trap his arm and then i was like uh-oh <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. nope <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, this is how we're going to do this. Okay. (laughs) So so Rapunzel, who was just sent to the love of her life off to his potential second death, um, is suddenly bombarded with a frantic Varian who really, really needs her help. And I will defend her to my dying day, Mm -hmm. her decision to not help Varian. Because she... First of all, I know a lot of people like to use the she promised Varian that she'd help him, but she did not promise to help him regarding this. So his perceived broken promise was never promised at all. Let's start with that. Second of all, she is literally the queen right now. She's literally the only ruler the kingdom has, and she has to look at her kingdom's best interest. Um, Just... Yeah, so, like, you cannot go with one person's... You can't help one person over literally an entire kingdom worth of people. You can't do it. Not when you're the ruler. I mean, you know, it's like, if she wasn't the ruler, then she could kind of make a judgment call based on her morals. But this isn't just about her morals. This is about her job. And it's just... I mean, it blows my mind. Like, the pressure this poor girl was under in this entire episode... And it's like the promise that she did give Varian was that when her dad got back, the two of them would figure out the rocks. Mm-hmm. That was a promise she gave him. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, but in the meantime, there has been a thousand emergencies. You know, her parents are possibly dead. Eugene is possibly going off to his death with Maximus and Lance, who she's probably already kind of attached to because she's now seen him all of twice. Um, you know, You've got this whole storm going on. And this storm was literally blowing the roof off the palace, which is the strongest built structure on the entire island. It was already, like, super-duper severe, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, props to Varian for making it there and back without dying. But Rapunzel made the only choice that she possibly could, given her position. Like... I know that people like to use, you know, well, he was her friend, but she she has the, the very unique position of being the ruler also. And, I mean, I've role-played this, and I've explored this avenue, and Rapunzel being the ruler makes her incapable of always putting her own preference first. Mm-hmm. And, like, and in this case, it wasn't even her preference first, because in this case, her preference was nobody die yeah. at all, you yeah. know? But she had to pick the majority of the people and she had to take care of the citizens of Corona. And that's just the way it is. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I will defend her to my dying day. I will defend this, defend what she did. I just, I will forever. Yep. You know? Of course, this doesn't make it any less shocking when Varian got back home and Kieran was completely encased in Amber and he just broke down sobbing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was heartbreaking. That was horrible. Oh, it was so sad. So bad for him. Like, it's just like, 
oh my gosh, not Marion too. Everybody's suffering. Then we get to like the mountains where like Eugene and Lance and the thugs are like going to find, oh, and Maximus, very important Maximus because he was the guy, not only the one who led them there, but also the one who found them. But so everybody's, they're out and they're saving Ariana and Frederick and they're having a bunch of like slip ups and mishaps, slip ups and mishaps. There we go. (laughs) And Frederick goes falling off a cliff and Eugene dives off a cliff to save him. And then he utters the immortal line. You should know by now Rapunzel doesn't need anyone to take care of her. And I out loud. I was so proud of him for saying that. That was like in your face, Frederick. Holy crap. Like I was so, so happy. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was awesome. But then that was, that joy was very quickly cut <laughs> by Pascal sacrificing himself oh when no God. one asked to. No one asked you for this, Pascal. By that point, I'm like, okay, they're saved. Everybody's okay. It's fine. Nope. Right? This really not like, I felt like, it was like, oh, great. This is a great climactic moment that everything's going to be great and fine. No more heartache. No. No. <laughs> All the heartache. It's just like, okay, here's the thing. Is that I, I mean, we all knew, with the exception of Kieran, whose fate we still don't know, um, we all knew that these characters were all going to be okay. <laughs> but what we were feeling was what the other characters were feeling. We were feeling Eugene's panic and Rapunzel's despair and Varian's loss. Mm. And so, like, literally, guys, I will have you know, I watched this episode tonight before this podcast started recording, and I cried when Pascal sacrificed himself. (laughs) Like, it just, it broke me. It's like, what the heck, man? How many times have I seen this episode? I know what's coming, and that (laughs) doesn't stop it from it hurts it hurts so good yeah. i mean <laughs> yes i loved that about the episode but i also hated it because i'm like quit doing this to me like <laughs> i know they're all gonna be okay i've known they're all gonna be okay for five freaking years uh because we already have a, you know like the conclusion to all this um yes. but still i was like oh god oh god you two are gonna die <laughs> I'm going to point out that when this aired, Pascal's story had aired before this episode. So at this point, we're like, Pascal keeps dying. Yeah, I know. Leave that damn chameleon alone. (laughs) When did Pascal become the punching bag for mortality? I believe when I watched this episode, I just threw my fist up and went, Ricky! It probably wasn't yeah, no, Ricky had nothing to do with this one. <laughs> yeah. no, we just blame him by default. Do <laughs> but who knows? Maybe, maybe in one of the meetings he had a side note. Maybe they're talking about the demand vice going off and it getting jammed. And Ricky's like, and then Pascal sacrifices himself. And they're like, yes! Ricky's like, I, mean, like, yeah. I have an addition. <laughs> I mean, even if it so, wasn't his fault, I still blame him. <laughs> Sorry, right. Ricky. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's how it has to go. It's just, it's the law. Yep. So they finally get the device working. And this is like, okay, this is like the first real, real, like, because this is the first episode where we got some real shows of emotion from Cassandra. Because mm-hmm. we know she's not touchy-feely, but this time, more multiple times in this episode, she hugged Rapunzel to make her feel better without Rapunzel even asking for hugs, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was, like, really cool and very important and very best friends or awesomeness mm-hmm. that she was willing to, like, step outside of her own comfort zone for Rapunzel's welfare. So... They've got the demand the demand his vice going. The storm is ending. And then Pascal's okay. And everything's going back to normal. And they come down off the mountain and everybody's safe. And everything is hunky dory. And everything is fine. And then we go back to Varian. <laughs> and, and you're like, still a sobbing mess. And sings this beautiful reprise of the song while crying. And it's heartbreaking. And then he gets pissed. And it was just like, whoa, what the hell just happened? What just happened to my sweet cinnamon roll mm-hmm. boy? He's a cinnamon right? roll like, now. Yes, he got burnt in the oven and now he's a cinnamon roll. So they do that. 
Varian declares himself the villain, and then they cut to the credits and that music. Yes. Instead of playing the beautiful closing theme that we're so used to, they just played that creepy ass music over the credits, and it was just like, oh my god. Honestly, because you're already though, speechless they... from the end, and then that music comes on, and you're like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, honestly, perfect. If they, if they had played the Happy Go Lucky ending song <laughs> instead, <laughs> I probably would have died laughing. Can someone put that no, the... together? <laughs> yes. Hey. Yes. Let's do that edit. Hey. Do do do. Oh my god. So oh yeah. Funny. Okay. Yeah, that has to happen. That needs to be a thing. <laughs> So, ladies and gents, we have now reached the end of Queen for a Day. Um, so that was, you know, even now going over it, like I said, watching the episode tonight, I still cried. It's a very emotional episode. They did such a good job on this one. I mean, and it's like, it was, I today I was noticing things such as like a really minor thing when Varian is running back to his lab and he discovers Kieran's completely encased. I just suddenly got completely distracted by the glow around his staff and how beautifully that glow follows the movement of the staff. And I'm like, dang, Mercury, you people some good. And like their blizzard program with all of this snow falling constantly. And it's just like, mm-hmm. there's some really good animation in this episode. It's no wonder it was up for like awards and stuff and like was robbed at the end. But um, actually, that's not true. You know what? The ones that won the Annies, they deserved it. It's just that this also deserved it. So, um, but yeah, so we've got our this year's Annie nominations. So fingers crossed on that. That's in February, guys. Um, You've all seen it by now, probably. But I do have a petition going around. I am entreating Disney to please get them to give Tangled more time in general on 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 uh, on just show more stuff, and I don't mean end the hiatus because I'm positive the hiatus is going to end relatively soon. I just it's like you know, and I'm positive because I'm optimistic, I guess. But it's like I'm not afraid that they're not going to show the rest of the series, but the fact they are not advertising it at all and the Mm -hmm. fact that they are not really making much in the way of merch like i really feel like the hasbro merchandise has come out was like conceived of before season two and this is just now is when they're making it Mm -hmm. it's not like merchandise because it's not like they come out with like season two outfit dolls even for the hasbro line Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean because honestly you would think that freebird would have warranted like toys Mm -hmm. you really would have yeah you know um so it's like, so I don't think even Hasbro's making season two specific merchandise at all. Um, and, you know, they've stopped showing us trailers for the new episodes and they've stopped releasing the songs as singles and they've stopped like releasing the songs on iTunes and Amazon. And I mean, I'm still hoping that at the end of the season we'll get them all, but they used to get like trickle them out a bit at a time. You know, it's like, oh, here's a big showstopper song. You can download that one. So yeah i'm just so this whole point of this petition is to get them to like an air reruns for goodness sakes like we have not gotten a rerun for tangled since september of 2017 like they have not aired a single one on the u.s's disney channel that's the u.s disney channel like canada Mm -hmm. has Lots of reruns. And then I found out that Australia is currently doing reruns at like three in the morning. And so it's like Australia It's something time- it's better than nothing. I mean yeah, <laughs> thing. honestly. So honestly, here's the thing, it's not just that it's better than nothing. Who's up at three in the morning? Adults. Like Australia actually knows who's watching television and who's watching Tangled is mm-hmm. the adults. So but it's like so the whole point of this petition is to please, 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 Disney, would you please just give this show some attention and not just this show, but like a lot of their original animated programming, they like air reruns of their live action sitcoms constantly. 
I mean, and like even shows that aren't on the air anymore that concluded their syndication, mm-hmm. they're still airing reruns of them instead of rerunning their current animated TV shows. It's like, I don't understand. So if you have not signed it already, guys, um, there's a link to it in the description of this YouTube episode. Um, so please go sign it. And if you have signed it, please share it around on Facebook, on Twitter, on all that fun stuff, um, getting the word out, getting to spread around, getting more signatures. I mean, we had a really strong start, but it's really trickled off since that strong start. So I'd like to see if we can pick up some momentum again. Um, yes. So, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so please guys take a look at that. Um, also I'm trying to start some kind of a, a, um, social media movement using hashtag AirmoreTangled and hashtag Tangle the Series because hashtag Tangle the Series is the show's official hashtag. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's why I'm trying to promote that one specifically. Um, other than that, we have some interesting merch that's out these days. Um, Disney Store has started an Oh My Disney Prince line. and Currently, it's only in physical Disney stores. Hopefully, it will be in Shop Disney online in the near future. But this Prince line is showing us some fantastic Eugene merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like, this is including, but not limited to. There is a Eugene t-shirt that's, you know, it's just him. I think this might be like, no, I think they had a wanted poster t-shirt when the movie first came out. Mm-hmm. But this is like the first, uh, official Eugene shirt since then. Yeah. I don't like, know if they actually ever had an official t-shirt. They had the they had one through the cruise line for the musical. Oh, that's right. gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, he's shown up, he's shown up on a couple, like, couple stuff with Rapunzel, but this mm-hmm. is, like, Gene has a shirt. It's, like, amazing. Um, there's a pin set, and he's included in the pin set. Yes. Three journal <laughs> set, and the other two journals are Aladdin and Eric, but Eugene's got a journal. There is a calendar, and he is January on the calendar. There's a postcard set, which is the same images that are on the calendar, only, like, cropped differently. Um, there's a purse of his head. We found about, out about that one today. I oh need that God. stupid purse. <laughs> okay, guys, you know, like, that that really high-class designer who does, like, all the Disney purses? Like, there was the Rapunzel with her hair was the handle, and there's the Pascal's head, and there's, like, that lantern one that lit up, and she does, like, all of the movies and stuff, so... She's the one who made the Eugene purse. So there's yeah. two. There's two from the new set that I really like because, or from her newest collection. Because there's also a Miko one where he's Aww. like, he's doing the little Aww. dive off the cliff. Aww. And it's so cute, and I'm like, I need it. <laughs> and then um, there's a backpack with Chad's like several of the princes on it. And by the way, guys, they're being very liberal with the word prince. Um, <laughs> they all have included Hercules, um, Kronk, and Hans, of all people. Yes, yes Hans! <laughs> Woo! Yes. Yay, Hans gets purged! Woo! Um, so, oh my gosh, um, Yuji would let that go to his head so bad. Oh my gosh. He knew he was all over a bunch of stuff. <laughs> there's also like... I know there's also like a pullover, like sweatshirt thing. Yeah, and they're in little hearts on the arms. <laughs> arms. Yeah, there's that one too. So like, yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff. And since we only discovered about the purse today, who knows what else is included that we haven't seen yet. Yep. So um, yeah, there's all that fun stuff. It's cool to um, crush on Disney princes now. Just I've been me, there, I'm done that. <laughs> It just occurred to me that tomorrow I'm going to a mall with my mom and it's got a Disney store and I'm going to make her go in. And even though I won't buy all this stuff in front of my mother, I will definitely look at it in person. So I'm excited now. Um, And um, so we also have Funko has finally acknowledged Eugene's existence. They have a little... And Zachary Levi acknowledged Funko, (laughs) acknowledging his existence. He's only yeah, been screaming like, about it finally, for seven years. Where's my pop, though? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he wants a pop. He does. But you know what? He's Shazam. He's going to have a pop very soon. Yeah. Um, but I agree there should be a Eugene. They should make a whole Tangled oh, series line. Yes. I absolutely agree. Uh, absolutely. Even if they never put a Eugene movie version, they need to make a series line in yeah, general because be so they awesome. all need to be pops. Yeah. Um, but... Um, so it's a Rapunzel and Eugene, uh, mini set and they come together and, um, that one's currently on sale at box lunch. So go get, while well, the getting's good. It's um, like nine bucks. Go buy it. 
Oh, and also, guys, I mean, in case you didn't see my other post about it, um, Eugene has a candlestick, and that's confusing until you remember that in the very first trailer for Tangled ever, it showed him going into the tower and then getting beaten up by the hair, but when he was first attacked by the hair, he grabbed the candlestick as his weapon, and that's where they got that. I love how that's what they picked. (laughs) They went deep. They did go deep to get that. They dug deep, and I'm Like, like, if you're digging that deep... You better make me serious, Pops. Does the right? box say Eugene well, or does it say Flynn? It says Flynn. Ugh. It even lists him hey. on, on box lunch. It lists him with a Y. And that's what I was going to say. Writer. They spelled writer and wrong. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's not how you spell it. <laughs> not unless However, I have to be amused that they're like, Obviously, on uh, the funny thing is that they're coming out with like three of these mini sets with different Disney couples, and the other two Disney couples are dancing, and these two are about to kick ass together, and it's fantastic, and I love it because that is so their dynamic. Um, but yeah, the fact that they're like, well, Rapunzel's obviously going to have a frying pan, and he doesn't have a canonical weapon if he doesn't have a frying pan. So what are we gonna give him? I know a candlestick because of that one time. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But um, other merch, um, Lego actually just released a new mini Lego set for Rapunzel, and it's called Rapunzel's Petite Tower. And the whole point of that is that it's like not very many pieces, and you can just pack it all up and go, and like all the extras can be kept inside this little tower that opens up and closes. And it's got a little Rapunzel minifig, and it's movie-specific and not series-specific. However, they do use the face that they created for this series sets where she's got freckles and stuff because the original movie sets does that she doesn't have freckles in those and her face is kind of more generic and kind of less Rapunzel so that's very very cute and that's also 10 bucks so that's not very expensive so we have we so you know the series might not have a lot of new merch but there is a lot of new tangled merch and it's just kind of like hmm so something's going on honestly though guys I'm looking forward to in two years when it hits the 10th anniversary and the amazing stuff that's going to happen oh first. my god like you remember when with, like you decided Disney itself has gotten really good about doing anniversary merch. Mm-hmm. Like they're really, exactly. they're really going exactly. into That's it. Precisely and I'm like, what I'm about. Yes. I mean, like some of it. I mean, you're getting like Mulan had this great 20 year anniversary set, and 20 is a big number. But Tangled is so popular, and so I really mm-hmm. feel like for its 10 years, it's going to have some great anniversary merch. Something. Oh, so, absolutely. Also, like, I'm really hoping that they'll do a new Blu-ray release with, like, extra extras on it. Like, maybe one stuff we haven't seen yet, you know? So Maybe, like, a series box set. That would be pretty cool. (laughs) I mean, I'm, like, not holding my breath on that one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Let's get the show back first, and then we can talk about it. Let's get the show back first, and we start talking about getting a box set for the series. (laughs) So, guys, that about wraps it up for this time. Um, next time is going to be the long-promised special episode where we're actually going to go over our collections. So there's actually going to be visuals for that one. So you're going to need to actually look at the screen. But we will warn you when it's time to look at the screen because we're also going over Painter's Block in that one. Yes. Um, so thanks a lot, guys. And here's hoping, fingers crossed, that the next time we talk to you, we will know whether we will know that the series will be coming back. I, that's what I'm hoping. Not yes. whether or not we'll be knowing that it is coming back. That's what I'm hoping for. Yes. So see you later next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.